There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ah, good, good, good. All good. Listen, okay. Absolutely love this song. Not, not much better for me. As far as uh. When you throw music on, that's this, a jam. To me, this is, this is one of the best rock bands that's come out in a long, long time. We got the the lead guy right here. Johnny Stevens is on the line. Uh, Johnny, are you there? What's happening? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm chilling. How you guys doing? We're doing all right. Hey, uh, first off, thanks for being part of our show, U-Fest, coming up here in April. I'll just give that uh, right off the bat and say thank you for that. And uh, and then I just have to uh, to jam love right inside of you. I have I have loved highly suspect since the first time i heard it i think you guys are fantastic so thanks for keeping rock and roll alive oh man i appreciate the kind words i'm i'm stoked that you uh that you feel that way yeah no i, I watched you live my favorite thing about you was though that you have uh, an old rock and roll soul uh because i saw you rather early on and uh your frustration with the people filming uh you while you were playing uh, and I was loving the show, and then you started to kick phones out of people's hands, and I'm like, I think this dude's my spirit animal. I think I may love Johnny Stevens. <laughs> that was awesome. That's that's frustrating as a as a person who likes to watch the show to see those little glowing screens coming back at us. Uh, what is yeah. it like? Wh- like when you were doing it, what goes through your mind? Because you, you didn't miss a note, and you were still kicking phones, and I'm like, this is amazing. I just I can't deal with it. You know, I don't like cameras in general. I mean, I'm pretty sure like. Maybe you guys or somebody, producer maybe was even asking if this was going to be like a video interview. I just don't do it. I don't like cameras. I don't like screens. So, like, it takes me out of my element. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm playing my songs and I'm trying to be in a certain vibration, a certain frequency and connect with the people that paid money to go see it, and then there's, like, cameras in my face, I'm just suddenly too self-aware, if that makes sense. I guess. Instead of being, like, in the music. So Knowing that the film never captures it either. Yeah, it can't grab the night. It yeah. can't get it. And the sound is always garbage. I never understand what people do with those. So if this was a video interview, you wouldn't have done it? Probably would have asked if we could have done it on the phone. No kidding. You're pretty. Why is yeah. that a thing? I, I just I just told you. <laughs> I no, I know. Like but I mean, like, they, shipped, they shipped me out. Yeah, how about that? That's weird because, I mean, you know, you're, you've got that thing. I mean, I, I, I haven't been around... 
uh, a rock band uh, that made the the girls kind of swoon. The, and my, my wife started to follow you on Instagram in like an uncomfortable manner, and then started to learn about all your songs and what little ones about and uh, all this. I'm like, geez, you're getting really into this. And she goes, he's got the thing. And I'm like, do you feel like you have that? Do you know you have that? I mean, don't worry, guys. I'm getting like older, fatter, and uglier by the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> the horrors of aging are attacking you. Yeah, no, because yeah, I mean, you, you you do. You've got stage presence here. Like this dude's just got the thing. Every guy wants to hang out with you. Every girl wants to nail you. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I guess so. I <laughs> don't act like you don't know that's true. Okay. <laughs> Now let me t- let me ask you this because I I you are my uh, mountain biking partner whether you know it or not I've listened to uh, I, uh, the songs just uh, uh, probably more than you've heard them I've just gone crazy listening to them and uh, the lyrics I mean the one that really stood out to me was uh, the first time I heard you say the words I'm burying my pain in somebody else uh, mm. it is just such a great line that I think everybody can relate to. Is that you're you know you're you're with somebody but you're thinking of somebody else and all this pain has to go somewhere and it victimizes the person you're with it victimizes you and it makes it's just such a great what is it six words that makes it do you, when you when you're writing that stuff it's also personal but uh, those are those moments where the people who are involved have to kind of know they're the people you're singing about don't they Yeah yeah they do it makes for like awkward uh it it makes it awkward because definitely people you know i write about very real things and very real people and sometimes uh, you know they're not so stoked about that (laughs) right because that's uh that song's the girlfriend and you struggling and then i did you end up back with her because that's what i always wonder i'm like what happened in the end of this because you're still going after the other person i mean i i don't know i seem to like always wind up having encounters with uh Everybody that's been in my life at some point or another, again, repeatedly. So, I mean, everybody's still in my life in some way or another. Yeah. Because then the song 16 came out, and everybody was, the minute we started to play it, everybody's like, are you listening to the lyrics of this? And I'm like, I love the song. And they're like, is is that a true story? The the song 16, is it about you? Yeah. It is. Wow. And And the baby came out clearly not yours. That's right. Unbelievable. And you have that kind of guts and, and brass balls to write that and give it to us. You know what it is? It's like I write a ton of songs, right? I write pretty much like I wish I could write about, you know, happy stuff. But I always just it's cathartic, right? It's therapeutic. So I like get what I need to say off my chest so that I can stop thinking about it, stop having nightmares about it and stuff like that. And then, you know, we'll sit with like a batch of songs and the people around me will be like, hey, man. We, we got to put that one out. And I'm like, darn, that's like, that's going to be, <laughs> thank you. That's going to be heavy. But then, I, but then I realized like, I don't know, I guess, and I don't want to even sound like some corny person, but like, this is my calling, right? Like, I feel like there's for whatever reason, millions of people out there that like to listen to what I have to say. And I think I owe it to people to, to just bring relatable. I'm not the first person that's had something like that happen to them. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's worth it to me to just, uh, to bear that yeah and that it's weight, it, and that's know? that's why i like your lyrics and I, I really do admire it because they're personal and it seems like that's what's missing from rock is the authenticity of the people singing is not the realness yeah the realness in there you're like you're these are for you and if we like them that's great but i get that vibe that's like i'm doing this because it's it's my story 
and you guys can like it or not, and then you you just kill it. It's it's so personal, and it, it like there's a there's an emotion that goes out into the crowd. It's like I don't know if we should be hearing this, but thanks for doing it. I can't relate to that. Somebody having a baby that you know comes out, and it's like, well, that's not mine. Steve Nash could. I mean, he's you know former <laughs> Phoenix Suns. He had that same story. <laughs> yeah, but it's like yeah. those personal moments are missing from rock, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest. I don't listen to a lot of rock. Like I, I just don't, and that's not like. I, I listen to a lot of um, like hip hop. That's what I listen yeah. to, and I, people people get like upset with me for that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. but like I just listen to that. You know, I like what I like, and uh, I've noticed that my favorite artists are storytellers. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't listen to like mumble rap and like right. you know uh, things that are. But I, there are a lot of lyricists out there that you know. One thing about hip hop is they're able to put. Uh, like so many more words into their songs just by the nature of the genre, right? Yeah. And then your typical rock and roll song. So my challenge has always been like, how can I be as blunt as possible in as few amount of words? Because I'm I'm playing rock. I'm I'm better at rock, you know. So that's weird. Um, so you feel like know. you feel like you're better at rock, but you're you're. Were you influenced early on by rock, like bands early on that got you up to, to grab that yeah, guitar? Yeah, I mean for sure. Like any musician is going to tell you that. They, they love all music. I love all music. So I don't, I'm, I'm not like I don't like rock. I mean, I definitely grew up listening to Pink Floyd and Clapton and Santana and Hendrix and The Who and, you know, everything great. Um, and then everything from the 90s, too. But I, I guess I just really have an affinity for hip-hop because of the lyricism. Like, I prefer lyrics. That's my favorite part of the song is the storytelling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 that's great. And uh, when you say you love all music, I mean, we all know what you mean. Nobody likes country music if you've got an IQ over 85. But we'll (laughs) we'll pass that. We get what you're saying. Old country is rock and roll. Old country is rock. This this stuff now, you're you're brain dead if you like it. And I'm not afraid to say that. That and reggae, I've never understood that. I don't get reggae at all. You don't like reggae? Not when white people do it. I have a problem with it. You know? it, it takes yeah. them back to it. It gets them uh, too much Jimmy Buffett. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it starts, yeah. yeah it that's starts, not reggae. That's, yo, no, that's I know. No, but it's the same beach. <laughs> you pissed him off, Brady. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Me and Johnny are coming after you because it's brutal. I, yeah. I just know how he feels on the But it app. does lead you to the Tommy Bahamas when white people do it. And it just feels, again, the authenticity of it all seems. Because I'm with you. Like, rock and roll to me is where my heart lives. But uh, I find it harder and harder to like it because it's it seems so shallow, and that's why I love you. you yeah. Royal Blood's another one. Like you guys in Royal Blood, to me, are like this. this there's you're coming from a special place. Like there's a, there's a few songs that I can you know. Uh, Lydia is an amazing song, so and I assume it's about just the depths of uh, the depravity of of a lifestyle that you're just trying to get out of, right? Yeah, I mean, it's about my ex named Lydia. Oh, and never mind. Well, that's, that's what I meant when I called that. When I said that's depravity, what I, thought you meant. I meant Lydia being <laughs> d- depravity. But it was—it just feels like feels like you're in a situation you can't get out of. You're you trapped. thought it was chlamydia. I've been okay. singing it wrong. Yeah, it just feels Whoa. so real and personal. Is there anything that you've uh, got on any of your albums? You're like, ah, I phoned that one in. No, nothing. God, no, I wouldn't. I'm like, that's why we don't put out albums every like six months you know what i mean it takes me a long time to make sure that i'm putting out what's correct yeah now uh as far as guitar work when i saw you uh, i've seen you twice and the second time i'm like all right uh i'm not sure who to pinpoint on you which is a good thing but you do have your own unique sound and then uh caught it from the critics and the fans when you put out the last album because there wasn't a lot of guitar in it do you feel a lot of pressure to Mm. to be a uh a guitar god because you've got the thing you've you've got a sound I, thank you so much. Um, 
No, I don't feel pressure to do anything at all. You know, I feel like I've I've done what I needed to do, and at this point, musically, like I'm content. I'm stoked. Yeah. On continuing further, but like, you know, I got bored of playing guitar, and like, I don't care who who that upsets. Like, because this is my life. You know what yeah. I mean? And I I need to be happy doing what I'm doing. I got bored of playing guitar, and so on that on that last album in that time period. And I think people will be happy because I also got excited to play guitar again and this, this new album coming out is full of it. But awesome. I got bored of it for a while and needed to challenge myself in other areas. And, you know, a lot of people, I think they think that if you're working on a computer or using Ableton or Pro Tools or MIDI keyboards that, you know, it's a, you know, a lot of rock purists will say, well, that's not talent. And I'm like, wow, I think it's actually some, somewhat more talented to the people that are really good at doing that type of music because I struggle with it. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun making that last album in a, in a completely different, like I actually challenged myself and had fun making music for the first time in a couple of years. And, uh, that's great. You no, know, I don't, to answer your question, I don't, I don't feel pressure, but thank you for the compliment. No, I mean, it, it, it's that moment where you're kind of like, you know, when Slash has his own sound, you're like, this guy could do that exact same thing where you just know when Johnny Stevens from Highly Suspect is actually playing the guitar and you don't have to look. You know, there, there was, there's yeah. definitely that thing and it's fantastic. And you know, is it bad? Now, maybe you can tell me, is it bad? That I really get joy and uh, a relatability from the uh, lyric from uh, when you start. Uh, I wish that everyone I know was dead. No, I I, I think it's uh, one of my favorite opening lines. <laughs> it's the best opening line of a song ever because it's so it's just such an an easy intro. And then I wish uh, that everyone I knew was dead. And I'm like, man, that's just fantastic. <laughs> it, 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 do you find Thanks, that people? Man. Do you find anybody that comes to you and goes, "Ah, oh, it's too dark"? I mean, do people tell you that, or are they worried about the you know? the angle you're going like they're worried about you because it is dark um no no one i mean maybe people think it but no one's ever like said it to me you know what i mean i, I think i'm surrounded by some yes people but um yeah you recognize you know, them <laughs> sometimes yeah yeah yep. do, do you tell them you got it chief yeah do you have anybody calls a chief that's the worst no good <laughs> nope he would be immediately removed, boss. I hope. Yeah, bosses and chiefs are gone. Yeah, I, no, I, keep, I keep my circle pretty small. So I don't have any chiefers in my, yeah. in my group. Yeah, good. <laughs> keep the chiefers out. They're the worst people on the planet. I wish all the chiefers were dead. Maybe start a song with that. Uh, the, um, the weird thing is, is like, as rock and roll, like when you were a kid, did you want to be a rock star? Did you have that in your brain? Yes. You did. That was just, I want yeah, to be a rock star. 100%. Well, what about the dream is reality? All of it, honestly, everything that I thought it would be, it is. Really? And then, oh, absolutely. Huh. I mean, I, I guess that's not for everybody, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to name names, but I play a lot of festivals, and I see a lot of so-called rock stars that are like, you know, they're not about that life. And as I get older, I got to I gotta cool it. But, I mean, I couldn't even begin to tell you some of the experiences I've had. Like, it oh, wouldn't sure you be can. appropriate. Sure you can. Tell us no, all your stories. Start no, now. No, Let's out of, biography out of, this. Out of respect for the people involved, I wouldn't even do that. But Use fake names, Johnny. It's easy. Uh, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I think, though, that, like, because I would assume that you've got the rock star dream and then the business element kicks in and you're like, ah, this is kind of stymieing yeah, my, I mean, my party. Yeah, but I mean, at some point you got to send me the party or else you wind up. I'm just, I'm just like watching the uh, the Juice World documentary this morning and I was like, man, I don't know if you know anything about Juice World, but that, that kid went way too young. And, you know, people that live it too hard, too fast, you know, yeah. which I feel like I was right on the edge for a while. And I'm so grateful to be able to continue doing this. And uh, yeah. it, it you got to slow it down at some point. But yeah, I mean, the dream, you know, when I was like six years old, my father put on... Um, 
Electric Ladyland, and I just heard Jimmy playing guitar. I never wanted to sing, by the way. No never. kidding. Still don't. I still can't stand singing. It hurts. Um, but, like, <laughs> guitar was just all I wanted to do. And, yeah, I just played guitar forever, and uh, it was a dream. I just wanted to be on stage and with the girls and with the cars and with the planes and with the traveling and the drugs and that, all of it, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly what happened, and it's been a great ride. But, you know, I think that, like, not to, I'm sorry if I'm on a tangent, but I think that what just happened in the world, kind of like the, the whole pandemic and whatnot, it was, in a way, and I'm not going to say it's good that so many people died or got sick, but for me, it allowed me to kind of slow down. You know, yeah. so suddenly I didn't have to go tour and play and this, that, and the other. And I think that you'll find um, a whole new depth and maturity in this upcoming album uh, because I had the time to get away from it all and realize that, you know, I was living too fast, and I was taking like, a lot of things to the record. Were you, yeah. uh, were you doing the uh, kind of the predestined rock star, uh, run it into a wall and die young? 100%. Do you think you were doing it on purpose? You know, maybe at times. Huh. That's crazy. And how did, do you stop did, that? How do you get to the point where you say, that's it, I can't do this? You know, um, the world stops, and suddenly you can't be Mr. Big Shot on stage, and... No, yeah, I was in the middle of Berlin, and all of a sudden it was like a phone call came in, like, you, you have to come home now because the order is closing. You know what I mean? And I'm on the run. I felt like Jason Bourne and get back. And suddenly <laughs> there's, no, there's no stage, and nobody gives a, a, a hoot about me. They're more concerned about, like, where they can get toilet paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all of a sudden it was like, whoa, there's more to life than, yeah. you know, what I was doing. So in a sense, it was, it was very grounding. And, yeah, so it, it ground you to a halt because you were you were you were running the RPMs a little red. That's crazy because that that's yep. like COVID kind of saved your life. Yeah, I think for some people it, it had a very negative effect, and I think for me, uh, as far as longevity goes, it was it was pretty positive. Wow, that's crazy. Highly suspect Johnny Stevens online with us, and uh, we're coming up on uh, April twenty eighth is when you guys are going to be playing here for us uh, in beautiful Phoenix, which we absolutely love that you're coming out here. And you said you had the new album coming up. When is that one? There will be uh, at least a couple songs out by the time we do this show, but the, the album, the full album, will be released this summer, and I'm so stoked. That's <laughs> awesome. Stoked. Now, here's the other thing, Johnny. I heard you say that you don't like singing. I love all your songs. I'll do it. <laughs> Fair enough. All I right. Mean, I'll, <laughs> you know what? I, I understand that. You know, I, I enjoy singing. I'm, I'm decent at it. I can pop this off. I do some voice work. I'll be all right. And then you can take a break. All Nobody. Right. I, I'll even do it in the back. You can just lip sync. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. The crowd would be so wildly disappointed when my middle-aged ass popped up on stage and you took a back seat no, to we, this thing. We just got to get them drunk enough to not notice. You know? I can do that. I can get a party going. That'll, be, that'll work. Yeah, and I'm excited for you, man, and I'm happy for your success, and I want you guys to blow up because uh, there's something real about music when it's good. And I think you guys have that. I think they're, I, and I'm not trying to kiss your ass. I know it sounds like I'm being a yes man. I'm not trying to be. It's just one of these things where when you hear it, you know, this is what can save it. Because I really do. I've been in this business, what, 20 years at this station. And, and we've been at this rock thing for a long time. And as the years pass, less and less authentic bands are coming out. And people will say, oh, that's your age. But it's not. This it's is, the industry, too. It's a little killing bit. it. Yeah. And when you hear that, and you're like, man, these guys are are just outstanding people for the music. I want you guys to blow up. So I'm rooting for this uh, more than you could ever know as a fan and as somebody who just loves it. stay music. stable. Yeah, and don't screw this up. Yeah. 
I really appreciate you guys, um, like, a lot, and that's very kind of Have you guys heard it, by the way? Has anybody from, like, my team sent you any of the new stuff? Nothing. You want to? Do you have yeah, it on you? Yeah, I can get it over if you guys keep, oh. yeah, yeah, you guys keep it under wraps, so I'll get it over to you guys because you guys sound like real fans. Oh, no, it's ridiculous. Yes. I, I, yeah, I'm, I, you've been on too many mountain bike rides with me and gotten me through a really weird time and all sorts of other things. What so. do you ride, by the way? What kind of bike? I'm like, I'm all about bike life. Oh, man, when you're out here, let's do it. Uh, pivot. I like the Pivot bikes. They're local, and they have the pivots. But uh, what was the other one you were riding? Sick, I'm, I'm down. You got uh, Rocky yeah. Mountain. The Rocky Mountains are great. I got too. a sweet Huffy. Brady rides Huffy. Brady's got a little bit of a weight issue. We'll get over that. Maybe we'll get him on the mountain when you're out here. But, yeah, if you want to, when you're here, we'll do it because I got a couple extra bikes. We'll get out and screw around on the preserves here. Yeah, I'm actually down. So. All right. Done. Make it happen. Johnny, thanks for taking the time this morning. We're real excited for, uh, for the new stuff and especially for you at U-Fest. Thanks for, uh, thanks for everything, man. Hell yeah, guys. Later. All right. Talk to you later. There you go. It's Johnny Stevens from uh, Highly Suspect. I'm a, I'm a super fan. Back was, to Juice World. That was me being a fanboy. I'm a fanboy. Yeah. I admit it. But I do. I, I truly believe if you like rock music and not, you know, barfy, screaming cookie monster stuff, these guys come from a place that's It's deep. Deep. Dark. Yeah. And again, the, he had me. You didn't have me at hello. You had me. I wish that everyone I knew was dead. That's when I'm like, I like these guys. <laughs> uh, so I could never have to pick up the phone as the next line. And it's just... Uh, I just want to be naked and masturbate all day at home. That's how the song starts. If he's not singing to me, I don't know who he's singing to. But that yeah. hit. No, did it ever. I pulled the bike over. I wiped the tears away. I'm like, I think I love this band. But they're outstanding. So if you guys uh, are interested in seeing a band coming from straight from the heart, and you see them in the middle of the show. Yeah. These are the times. Like I was so happy to see them at Crescent Ballroom, and I was really happy to see the place packed up with other people who kind of got them. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll fully admit the last album was not for everyone who expected the first album, the first two albums, over again. Uh, and then they broke out the last one. And it's. Uh, that was my issue. I was expecting yeah, that yeah. and came in. It, not that it wasn't bad, but it was yeah. like, whoa, that's the right it's turn. It's just like, oh, wait, these change. This yeah. isn't what I want from you, right. is yeah. your immediate thought. Yeah. And then you kind of listen to a few things. You're like, okay, they're trying something different. And did you take it away from the first one? Uh oh. Have they changed completely? And right. maybe they will. Like, so we, yeah. you know, as fans. What's great is he's like, I'm doing what I want to do. And that comes across in the music. That's why I love them so much. It's like, it's not for us, it's for them. And when they're on stage, you see that, too. They get lost in their own thing, and then they look out and remember you're there and start kicking phones out of hands. I'm like, I love this guy. <laughs> Although it was a little early in his career to start booting phones. you gotta, you got to earn that. You can't just come up on stage and go, hey, I don't even know your name, and you're kicking the phone out of me. Wow. But, yeah, they're, they're great. So Highly Suspect is in on this thing. This U-Fest is exciting to me. These guys are great, uh, and you guys can be part of it. We'll just get those things loaded up, ready to go. We'll give you a pair of tickets before we get out of here this morning. Uh, Johnny Stevens from Highly Suspect. I highly recommend you get out there and buy everything they've put out. You'll like it. It's 98. morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98. I just got an email from uh, Johnny Stevens of Highly Suspect. My bandmate. I don't know if you guys yeah. heard that, but I'm the new You're singer. You're going to be singing. I'm going to sing, and he goes, that'd be great. I think that's as akin to your hired, if I'm not mistaken. We hit it off. You know, he's a rock star. First few seconds of that interview, we're probably like, all right, we're both feeling each other out. It's like the first round of a boxing match. A couple jabs. This guy's footwork. What we got going on here? Next thing you know, best friends. I'm the singer in the band. We're on the bikes. It's happening. Uh, Mike Neal, Mike or Mikhail. I like how you spell your name. If it's Michael, it's M I K A E L. Mikhail. It's very Russian. We're at war. Uh, your interview is amazing. You just took someone that sounded bored doing another morning show and uh, 
made it sound like they didn't want to hang up or leave the studio, if that makes sense. Great job. I love the band even more now. That's the best compliment you can give us, is that after the interview, you liked the, uh, the interviewee, the subject, more. That's it. This one says, killer job, Johnny. Uh, he came into the Trek bike shop I worked at years ago, and I wasn't there, sadly. I know he digs riding. Nice work getting him to open up. Started off like he was going to be rough, and uh, obviously recognize you're a legit fan. I absolutely love the music. Billy is my favorite song. Uh, anyway, uh, pretty cool to hear how honest he got. Uh, way to bring it out of him. Nah, that's what we do. Uh, you killed that interview, John. You just turned me into a fan of that band. I already downloaded some of their stuff, but it's so great to hear how humble and appreciative he was. And he could hear you're a genuine fan. That's the one thing I think Johnny's uh, knocked on is that he comes across as aloof and a little bit like uh, he's pretty. Like the biggest problem he's got is he's, he's really good looking. So I think yeah. he's intimidating and, he, and he's, he's deep. He's got that yeah. dark deepness. So people think that's crazy. And then uh, I mean, Ethan. 16, I mean, when I found out I wasn't the father of Kirby, like <laughs> right. we have so much in common. Because We're Kirby just... came out and looked just like Billy D. Williams, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, hey, I'm not a brother. That's another. It's a great line. So this baby's not a brother. What is the line? It's a great line. 16's a great song, and it is heartfelt. But yeah, when you found out Kirby was black, I mean, you didn't, you didn't leave. You're a good man. I found out Kirby wasn't mine. He didn't write a song about it. He took her out for a frosty. First word she said, you're old pirate. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, old pirate? I won't call you dead because we both know that's garbage. (laughs) Anyway, grab a basketball and show me something, Sticks. She she just gravitates to hoops. Uh, Ethan Ethan is the one who broke the news about my friend Mike Rimbrax with the subject, Rimbrax is dead. So I always appreciate the kindness and the uh, the real bedside manner of one Ethan Althaus. Uh, he says, you have a bike date with Johnny from Highly Suspect, you bastard. I'm jealous. Uh, it was inspiring to hear him on how his music taste has changed. I, too, play guitar, but I'm trying to learn how to use a MIDI program with a controller like he does, and it is difficult. He said he's having a hard time learning it. I totally get it. I like trying to teach myself programming. That was a short but cool little interview. Yeah, he's, that was a cool moment, and I'm glad it resonated with people. And he That's could say that man. because knowing the guitar or how much he's played that and saying, you know what, yeah. I think it's, it's challenging doing that second album, what he was doing on the computer. And well, like, yeah. I just didn't feel I, I want to take a break from the guitar. Three in a row, they did. And the third one, he's like, I got bored. I got bored with the thing everybody expected. I admire that. You take a chance. And it. Sort of backfired as far as their momentum. I, you know? I agree. I hate to yeah. say it, but I, agree. I, I I'm a huge fan, and that album wasn't aimed at me, and I got it. Yeah. But you know, I, I always say that. Like you two did that years ago when they did what was that Zuropa or yeah, and everybody yeah, like, what is this disco technology? Like, yeah. And I'm like, you got to give it to them because this is they're trying something else. Yeah. Well, the Beatles did that. I Beatles, mean, they were the masters of it. The Beatles became eight bands in seven years. Yeah. Bono was just in an interview. Uh, and he's, he was talking about his early stuff is cringeworthy for him, which I found interesting. He's yeah. like, I can't go back. I just, it just well, everybody hates but their I own think material. He, yeah. yeah. But he's talking about the earlier stuff. Well, that's the lead singer, highly suspect, yeah. Brady. I, I struggle to have these moments with you now that I'm different. You don't even different... say that. That's my friend huh? from highly suspect. That's my buddy. No, no, I'm the lead singer now. Oh, uh, this is why I don't hang with the little people. All Brad. The they just don't, you know, he doesn't listen. <laughs> so I just have to move on from, you know, the people that have been anchoring my musical career this entire time. 
But I would like to have you on stage dancing in a sweatsuit, if you don't mind. That'd be nice. I was going to offer up uh, hip-hop services. You know, you, be, you know what would be great? I just thought of this. He'd do it. I think we buttered him up. The episode, Finally, an episode of the show I've wanted to do, uh, but I wanted to do it with comedians, but we can do it with... Uh, uh, well, I wanted to do a thing called Comedians in Jeeps, Off-Roading, Drinking Coffee, Singing Karaoke. And then, oh, but that's three times that faster. Well, here's the reason why I can't do it. I have to pay a million dollars for the rights to the music in order to put it out. So we could sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Lovitz was going to do it with me. Happy birthdays, Adam. Uh, yeah, I think there's royalties. It's like 75 years or older you can do some, but they, they keep re-upping that one. There's a weird – but you can do it, but it's touchy. Like we could do old Al Jolson songs. I don't think anybody's staying on point with that. But And don't laugh. <laughs> Lovitz, Lovitz does an amazing Jolson. Does he really? So I was going to take him out in the desert and bounce him around the woods, and, and we'd sing. I bet you Johnny would do it. Yeah, we still don't have a million dollars to clear the song. His yet. songs, though, we can do it if it's the band that says it's okay. I guess, as long as if he's cool his with label it. doesn't sue. Well, you know. we'll give him a piece of the puzzle. Say, look, whatever this pulls <laughs> in, you get half of it. But, I mean, it would be great to just break down songs, so I wanted to do that. And you go out, and he's, you know, get out in the Jeep. You screw around in Sedona for some of the great things, and then play their songs. You go, tell me about this one. And then we sing it. You know, my new band, Highly Suspect. Sorry, I have to break up with Sodomizing Linda. I've... Got a gig singing for the suspect. We call it the suspect, uh, you know, in the inner circles. I would love that. I'm going to press harder to do that. Get up there and sing uh, My Name is Human. Just so the crowd goes, boo. Get off. What is he doing up there? Why is AZ Mr. Clean singing this Just one? to be able to kick cell phones out of hand. Oh, man. That would be the best. Have like a little slingshot because it's further away. But Yeah, that was awesome. So he was great. And I am a fanboy. We got uh, the uh, hot releases are coming up in just moments. Oh, yeah, they're coming your way. New music, new uh, TV, DVDs, all that stuff. Thanks to everybody for the kind words. And, uh, again, download everything highly suspect. And then go to U-Fest and get your uh, socks blown off your feet by that band because they are outstanding live. Uh, hot releases coming up next. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.